0: But good <laughs>
1: I'm, so, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast first of all I've, I feel like this has been like A long time coming Like yes, I've been wanting to do this for so long I just love talking to people And I feel like I can talk for hours And I feel like you can talk for hours as yep. well <laughs> So I feel like this is good um, And I feel like we're going to have some good conversations Even though the only thing I have Is like bullet points But I feel like we are still going to reach Like a good hour like maybe like maybe like 45 minutes i feel like we're gonna be here if you've
0: watched any of my live streams we'll be here for a while
1: (laughs) so welcome charlie by the way i'm sorry i'm so i'm so such a professional that i forgot to introduce my guest So, obviously, if you know, you know Charlie Gold's here with us today, and I think this is going to be such an exciting episode. I think it's going to be a little bit different, stepping away from, you know, the, like, medical things um, a little bit this time, and just talking about influencer culture, and as someone, I think as both of us who kind of have been thrown into this creator life, if you want to call it that, it's been a journey for me, has it been a journey for you?
0: oh it absolutely has been a journey it absolutely has there's a lot i've had to learn yes oh it's like wait a minute hold on i'm just a chick that's why you'll always hear me repeating i'm a chick on the internet because that's all i wanted to be just a chick on the internet giving their opinion that's it
1: yeah and suddenly like i I mean i just wanted to be an anonymous anonymous anonymous? (laughs) (laughs) anonymous account on the internet making compilations i started off making silly little compilations of like create like big ass creators um and then suddenly you know tom harlock mentioned me in one of his videos and i woke up with 80k like on on youtube and now suddenly i was like okay i need to you know i need to utilize this platform this audience because i have people who support me and love me so let's make a podcast let's like do this let's go to twitch whatever else i feel like you try and make something happen with what you have but i also feel like a lot of the time people don't tell you the other side of things oh yes and no one tells you you know with a lot of support there's going to be a lot of hate with a lot of support there's going to be a lot of work with a lot of with a lot of with a big audience there's going to be a lot of people who try to take advantage of you yes yeah and i feel like we don't know that as like an audience member
0: you definitely don't and i think that's for good reason i feel like depending on the content that's not something that's going to be explained either way however i will say through the years it's been a constant learning experience and there's times that some of the lessons you have to learn when it comes to being an influencer it hurts sometimes it's scary sometimes it's frustrating i've gone through so many emotions while being on youtube so many.
1: What would you say? So, because obviously I started watching your channel when you were well under a hundred thousand, um, and then I sort of was there when it kind of boomed. You know, where where you wake up one day and suddenly you have a plaque kind of arriving at your door, and you're like, oh my god, I did not expect this at all. What was the biggest shock for you when that happened?
0: The biggest shock with my channel blowing up at the time. Was how supportive people were when it comes to my delivery. Because I know my delivery is not for everyone. I'm very secure in what I'm saying. And I'm the type of person that I said what I said. That's the attitude I actually have off of YouTube. It doesn't mean I talk to people the way I do when I'm criticizing specific people. But um, that's just the attitude I have. So I actually went into reactions expecting backlash. Because I see people whose delivery is softer and all these things. So I was like, oh, they're gonna just be like, girl, bye. So um, I just kept on and I figured I'd throw up a few videos and give my opinion. And then I noticed a lot of people were asking for more. And then I noticed people were saying, oh, we love your delivery. We love You're saying what we're thinking. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. you guys are, yeah. support this. Okay, all right.
1: I think it's like, I I kind of get what you mean, because when I first started, and you know, I mean, I started off on Reddit, I saw someone who was like, oh, this kind of video was never made before. And I was like, you know what, I'll do it. And I did it on like, at like 10 p.m. in bed on like a free editing app on my iPhone. Like I was living with my parents and I was like, you know what, people wanted to see that, I'll just do it. And then people were like, yes, let's do more. Oh my God, these are so funny. Um, and as I said before, you know, and then Tom Harlock watched one of my videos, he mentioned it in his video, and then that's kind of where all of the audience came from because they all came to see that video and a lot of them stayed. And then I was like, you yeah, know, do you want to see my face or, you know, I mean, I mean, that was funny because I posted a picture of my dog and everyone was like, you don't look like that. <laughs> that's what in your profile picture. And I was like, what, what do you mean? So it, it, it was kind of weird because it's like you were... You know you you, you you eventually you end up kind of showing your face and then you just kind of you, one video another video another video and suddenly a year has gone by um but i think like the biggest thing for me was that everyone's everyone that i knew in my real life was gagging to be a creator i feel like i grew up in the time where youtube like zoella mm-hmm. like Everyone wanted it right like everyone's like oh my god you can just make a video like going and shopping and going and doing skincare and like make money off this like that's incredible and let me tell you now i did not expect this yeah (laughs) what i have learned now as a creator is like nothing that i was imagining when i was an audience member
0: same what i one of the many things i've learned while being a creator is, creators actually keep a lot of things private and there's a lot they don't speak about that they can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I used to be a big fan of certain creators and there were times that I'd DM them. Grant, keep in mind, these are creators that probably have 100 to 200 times the mm-hmm. viewership that I have, the you know audience that I have. And me being me, would reach out and dm them and then there were times that i'd be like oh i wish they could get back to me i wish there's just different things like i wish they would comment or whatever and looking at it now from the channel that i have at the size that it, it's at i understand now
1: yes I, I
0: understand
1: yeah and you definitely see why people also a lot of the time don't interact with the audience Yes. and you know you kind of sit there and think well they're just one person she's just one person i'm just one person how long does it take oh personally for me when it was like you know why aren't they talking about this or that like like i don't have any problems with it like i would be nice about it and i think what you don't realize is that not everyone's like that yeah and i mean it blew my mind when i first realized or it was first brought to my attention years ago that people like try and find personal information about oh yes wow that was such a huge shock i mean i was a I always joke that I was a bubble baby because, you know, I was very sheltered as a child by my by my dad. He was very much, you know, he was like, you know, don't do this or don't do that. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get your feelings hurt, whatever. And I mean, my mom was very much like, stop doing that. Like she will have to live her life at one point. But I feel like one of the things was like, no one that I knew was on the internet, right? Like, I mean, I grew up in like traditional Poland. Um, no one really cared. And when you were Facebook was like, that wasn't a thing. And so that would never even occur to me that someone could simply not like you so much as to they want to find out where you live. That mm-hmm. was crazy to me.
0: And it, it, what blows my mind or what confuses me is it doesn't matter what your reputation is online. If you have a sizable audience or a platform that's growing, it doesn't matter the reputation. There is someone out there looking for personal information.
1: Of course. Because then it's, you know, it, it almost, it's like I can do something with that information and I can put that spotlight on me and be like, look what I have. You don't have that. Um, You know, like, I, like look everyone, like here's where she lives. Yeah. And then they'll get me noticed because I'll be that intrusive. And, you know, maybe it'll get me closer to that person. But it is, it was just such a huge shock for me. Um, that was like one of the big things another big thing for me was that you have so many people who suddenly feel like they know you on a personal level
0: yeah and for me where I have trouble with that still because there's times I've actually considered going back to more personal content not necessarily like weight loss but personal content because there's so much in my personal life that I've overcome or accomplished, especially over the last couple of years during the pandemic. And there have been things I've wanted to talk about, but I have to consider, genuinely, I have to consider my peace of mind. I have to consider putting this information out there, no matter how little it is or how insignificant it can sound, can still be used later on in some way.
1: Yeah. So it's, It's so crazy because it's like, in a way i think in a way i feel like the internet is just normal human behavior but like amplified because i have no doubt that like we've all had friends who collect information on us and like tell other people you know Mm -hmm. but like i feel like you don't know about it they don't do it straight to your face whereas hey you have thousands of people who feel like they know you they want to tell you exactly what they're thinking about what they think about you and i mean you know that's everyone's right but i'm just saying as a human that is such a shock because i feel like for me in a day i interact or i am exposed to more people than for example a person would be you know 200 years ago in their entire life yeah like that like that person you know living in a small village somewhere in england like rural england they would probably know 200 people in their entire life and i see that in the first 10 minutes of my video being up and you know you you get all these people interacting with you and i think it's just a shock and I think a lot of the time as an audience member as well, you just don't realize that that can be a lot for your mental health. Even yeah. if it's positive, if even if it's positivity, you feel that responsibility on you.
0: Yes. And the responsibility to interact. Because I, lo- I genuinely love interacting with people. That's one of the reasons I stayed on YouTube and obviously continued when it comes to, you know, the community that originally surrounded me. It's just the connection, the conversations. And I love that, but also even when it's all positive or mostly positive, it's this um, feeling that I have that I feel that, oh, this person clicking on my video or this person leaving a comment, I wanna interact with them. You went out of your way to leave this comment, a positive comment, I want to interact with it. And at the height of my channel, Sometimes it was really overwhelming. It genuinely was overwhelming because I'm like, okay, I got to 20 comments, but another 20 just came in while I was responding to this. And I don't want this person to feel like they left this comment and I'm ignoring them, especially cause it's so positive, it's uplifting. So sometimes I would mess with my head. So I'm like, I don't have enough time. So eventually what I did is um, I created like a system for myself so I don't get overwhelmed and overthink things. When I upload within the first two hours, I make sure I'm doing something that's relaxing and I'm responding to comments. Mm -hmm. I'm responding to comments, responding to comments. And once that two hours is done, then I put my phone down and I can carry on. Not all the time is a two hours. Sometimes all I have is maybe 30 minutes, but I make sure, especially because it means nine times out of 10, this viewer has their notifications on. They've gone out of their way, not only to subscribe to you, have their notifications on. Let me make sure they understand that I value this engagement because I do but sometimes I I get concerned that when I don't respond or when I can't respond because of my personal life, it looks as though I don't value what they're doing for me because clicking on the video, the first person who benefits is me
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know so it's been
1: and I mean it's a it's a strain right like it's it's not so because it's never ever ever a burden or in any way a negative you know, um, kind of habit to do or, or anything that you're like a child, like it's not a child, but Mm-mm. you definitely have an effect on, on your mental health. And I mean, as someone who you know, I mean, my whole thing, and I've said this to you before, I've said you, you are a very, very strong person and you mm-hmm. allow any kinds of, any kinds of opinions, any kinds of, and I really admire that. I am just not wired up like that at all. <laughs> So like when I see you being like yeah sure you just tell me whatever you want like I don't I oh my god I I, I would say I'm envious but at the same time I feel like me being fragile kind of saves me a lot of that pressure um do you, I, have you always been like that or is this something that you've learned to be that resilient
0: uh when I was younger no uh I was not I was very well I was extremely shy soft-spoken and I didn't Believe it or not, I didn't speak a lot and I didn't um, use my voice much. It's to the point that I didn't speak so much that when I was in elementary school, um, I barely spoke. And the only time I would speak is to another Haitian girl in my class because I felt comfort with her because she was Haitian. I would only speak to her in Creole. So when, um, say, my teacher would speak to me, I'd say, yes, thank you, yes ma'am, you know, things like that, very short. So they perceived that as, oh, she doesn't speak English.
1: And then they actually
0: ended up putting me in an ESL class. Mm. And when I got in there, I realized, oh, it's for people who don't speak English. In my mind, I'm a kid. So I'm like, oh, maybe my English isn't the best. This is to help me. And there was one specific class where someone needed help and I started to help them. And that's when the teacher came over. They were like, you speak English fluently? And I was like, yes. (laughs) And they were like well oh, you do speak and i'm like yeah i'm shy they left me in the class anyways because i ended up helping them with other students but that's when they caught on that oh it's mm-hmm. not that she doesn't speak english she just doesn't like to speak
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i mean i can totally relate to that i um i had a i had a class before and bless this teacher because i'll never forget it but when i first got there um i got there and she took it upon herself to translate everything, to put everything in, into Google Translate in the classroom and put stickers on it so it would be like, you know, for example, like um, some like a post on the wall, for example, for like Shakespeare or whatever and underneath it would be written in Polish on like <laughs> a little a- A4 card And she would just like stick it to the wall and i mean it didn't help at all majority of it was very wrong but you know when you just you're just like okay i'm not gonna tell them i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do my thing and appreciate it but definitely they're like oh she doesn't speak therefore she might not speak any english i i get that
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um i think a lot of people a lot of children can um can relate to that so would you say that you know especially online though like do you feel like it was never a problem for you like people speak in the mind like would you say that it never bothered you or did you have to kind of build that
0: oh by the time i got online because i've been the type of person i am for a long time by the time i got online it was like whatever i I didn't mind where it started to become an issue is um i think over time people realized oh these comments don't bother her let's step it up and that's when the racism started
1: yes yeah uh yeah um that's definitely one of the things that's like very you can it's very visible especially on youtube yeah um where it's like it's almost like when you don't know what to say to really hit someone to really get them in the chest mm-hmm. that's to be the go-to for some reason
0: yeah because when it comes to say rude comments or whatever of course i allow it i because i look at it like this i'm a creator who gives my opinion on other people and because I think these other people are horrible people, my delivery is the way it is. This mm-hmm. person leaving the comment may think I'm horrible as well. So who am I to block? This is just my personal opinion. Who am mm-hmm. I to block that comment? But there are certain lines I will never cross, even with the people I comment on. Those are the same lines I put in place for my viewers.
1: Mm-hmm. I And I admire that. I think... For me personally it's one of those where i totally get that the only difference is you know you speak on these people that you know you speak on on your channel you don't go into their space and say it to them which is kind of what i reflect i'm like you know you can talk about me wherever whatever just not in my space like you can you know i have opinions so i created my own space that was kind of like a big thing for me was that like i don't mind if people even in my real life obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who won't like me and i mean there's a lot of people who who probably don't like me and that's fine but don't you know come into my house and shit on the floor essentially don't be like oh can i come over yeah sure you can oh my god this is disgusting and i hate you like i wouldn't tolerate that in my actual real life so that was kind of the thought you know of of the same kind of as like online presence i was like i just don't like it in my personal space um but i wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to like censor it because i mean again that's what i do so why would i um personally but i feel like again this was a big shock that you know you can and as i remember as an audience member i was i was it was like a very very early days of me creating i was like why aren't these people talking about all of these things that other people want them to talk about why isn't this person you know addressing abc Mm -hmm. now you're like because that person was probably asked it 300 times just that day and they've probably already addressed it 300 times the week prior and this week and it's probably just mentally exhausting and it is a big it's you just see it differently
0: yeah especially at least for me, I'll only... I, I don't know. The problem is the way I see YouTube may not always be the healthiest. Though. And the reason why I say that is like what I'm about to say. I think if you can make it through a big wave of backlash, you can conquer your platform <laughs> from there. As long as you learn from it. Mm-hmm. I I don't recommend people getting out there and doing something worth that much backlash, obviously. But I genuinely believe if you go through a big wave of backlash, if you can take accountability, learn from that, and move forward with your authentic feelings, your authentic self, you're golden. Mm. But that's just me. What a line. What was that?
1: What, what, what a line. What a signature line, you know? It's, and it, it works with your name, too. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't
0: intentional, I promise. But- <laughs> I, re- I remember when I was going through backlash originally in uh, 2020, I'm like, I had a lot of personal stuff going on at the time. And I'm like, there's no way I could give my energy to both. So you guys go have at it. And um, as things in my personal life started to, um, you know, lift a little bit, um, I came back. And of course, the backlash continued and all that stuff. But going through it, Um, first of all having a good support system there is so key having relationships with other influencers is very key to Mm -hmm. making it through YouTube the problem is Mm -hmm. weaving through the people that you're going to choose to become friends with because online friendships especially as influencers look very different and the lessons Mm -hmm. can be very different from the friendships that you have in your day to day
1: yeah and that was actually my that i was just gonna be like you know and speaking of the impact of influencing on your mental health and creating on your mental health and again i can't even believe because i don't even i'm just a blip on the youtube radar like i am literally no one on the internet and yet the lessons i have learned
0: mm-hmm.
1: i cannot imagine huge celebrities like yes. i the impact that they must feel and especially those ones that go from kind of zero to hero overnight you know Mm -hmm. those people covered like immediately and then they just blow up i cannot imagine the the pressure the mental health strain the everything that they go through but that was my next point is how do you think influencing or like how do you think you know just your presence on the internet made you look at people in real life like people who are also influenced people who are trying to you know kind of be your friend and things like that how has that changed
0: there was a lot of lessons i've learned in my personal life that i wish i knew should be should be applied when i was online um i just felt that the friendships, the connections that you make online, the things that's happened in your personal life, that's not gonna be repeated. Like you don't have a huge impact on the, for example, you and I, I don't have an impact on you. So there's no reason for certain things to happen where it would happen in other relationships or friendships in my personal life. Mm -hmm. I was so wrong that 10 times worse can happen with relationships online and friendships online than in your personal life and as sad as it sounds and maybe it has to do with the fact of the corner of youtube i'm in over the years i've realized unfortunately some people they're treating this friendship i'm using quotes as a Mm. game of chess (laughs) as a game of chess and it's unfortunate because you don't see it um, especially because you don't interact with these people on the day to day and you assume their intentions are just your intentions. So it's constantly like when I go through different friendships or a friendship ends, I have to reflect and I'm like, oh, this was a game of chess. I don't actually yeah. want to play the game.
1: I think that's what's so crazy. I have never personally in my real life had a fake friend who was there kind of for where it was like a game where it was like, okay, I'm going to pretend to be this person that I'm not in order to gain something from this person who I don't really like. But I've, And that's not in my, you know, 23 years of life, that's never happened to me. And I feel like that is all too often seen online. Yes. I feel like people see targets and gain from other people and they pretend to be their friends. They pretend to be close. And I mean, this can go on for months and months, if not years, to get to the bottom. And I, I think we've seen this with like... Big, big creators last year. And I mean, I'm not really on the internet, so I'm not really sure. Like, you know, I'm not name-dropping because I don't genuinely know any, but I can recall that there was people who were like, Oh wow, I thought this person was my friend, and it turns out they were posting horrible stuff about me somewhere mm-hmm. else in like, another corner of the internet.
0: And that's what you don't see, the people who are just willing to be your friend long enough for you to do enough for them. Some people are just friends with you or pretend again air quotes friends yeah. um enough for you to for them to benefit for yeah. them to benefit and don't get me wrong I feel like all relationships and friendships you should benefit in some yeah. way but like that's not what I thought and there mm-hmm. are people it's like okay once you can no longer do for them then their opinion changes or there's a shift or um I don't know sometimes it feels like a one eighty. And I'm just like, what just happened? What yeah. the hell just happened?
1: Sometimes it happens so quick that you don't... Like, it's overnight, almost. Yeah. And I mean, what's the craziest thing for me as well? It's like, I, I love this line when, you know, I say it to my fiancé all the time. And I'm like, game perspective. Just have a look. Like, I could literally unplug all of this from the wall and it would never, ever affect me again. Yeah. Ever. That's, to me, that is shocking. Like, to me, the petty drama on the internet in general not just you know between creators that we know or, or the the people that we talk about no nothing like that I'm talking just in general you know take big 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 creators you can literally like it, to me the fact that you can unplug it and that's it it's gone yeah these people they're not coming to your house they' live millions of miles away they're like they're in another country a lot of the time like they have you can just end it you can just go out and touch grass and I think it's crazy that you allow it to swallow so much of you your energy your time your stress a lot of the time especially when you're new to this it is absolutely you know exhausting um and especially when you don't realize that when it becomes your entire life and you don't have a good support system and a good outlet and you don't invest in your real life
0: yes and I started off this year talking about this with my audience balance is one of my priorities this year as much as I would like to be on my platforms more oh that's why I'm probably on twitter more than any other platform it's because it takes a few seconds to tweet but when it Mm -hmm. comes to my content I've slowed down quite a bit because I need the balance in my personal life because when this is all done that's all I have is my personal life
1: yeah and I think yeah and I, I can definitely You know, I'll be the first one to say, like, I I struggle for that balance. For a long time, I did struggle. I would say maybe to probably, like, a few months back, I've been really getting a hang of it. And, I mean, it's just focusing on the fact that you have family and people around you that you need to pay attention to because I very much am a workaholic. Like, I will put on myself so much that I physically cannot cope. There's been times, like, especially in December when I was still um kind of in person at work um when i was still doing my training whatever else and i had to you know be there whereas now i can just work from my computer at home but back then it was i had to be out of the house you know at 7 a.m every single morning sharp and come back at 8 p.m after all day and i would go to bed crying being like i can't do all of it i can't do all of it and then get up and do it all again and it took me to be like okay you need to you need to chill because i don't know how long you're gonna last like yeah you're 23 but like you're surviving right now on caffeine and like one meal a day like you need to chill um and the mental strain was just immense so i think for me it was just taking a step back pre-record and then put it out and just take a step back and focus on the things that are really important. And to me, my priority is my family and my career. That's absolutely. Deep. That's you know that I mean that's like that's my life. Mm-hmm. Um And I think only by investing in those things, I could be like, okay, this is just the internet. It's not that deep. It's not gonna. You're not gonna be sixty five here.
0: Exactly.
1: You're, not, exactly. you're not gonna. You're not, you're not gonna. Be, I mean, some people are, but I'm not. I'm not gonna be uploading you know drama videos when I'm forty five. <laughs> like so. I was like, you really need to invest in things that you see yourself doing long, long term because the mental health like impact, it is, it's crazy. I never thought that's what it looks like.
0: Ever. And I truly believe if you're an influencer of a certain size, and I mean even micro, um, I believe, this is my opinion, every influencer should be having, should be going to therapy. I don't care how stable you think you are. I don't care how strong you think you are everyone needs to be in therapy if you are an influencer you it will benefit you greatly it absolutely will
1: everyone just needs to go to therapy period, period. <laughs> even if you're not an influencer listen just schedule an appointment right
0: now so if i wasn't if i wasn't in therapy there's no way in hell i'd still be on the platform the amount of times yeah. i've tried to push through certain things like you know how you mentioned earlier that you know you'd go to sleep crying because of the stress and all these things you were trying to balance where I would struggle mentally the most is me trying and attempting to still have a presence on my platform when my personal life was in shambles like I've tried to do pre-recorded content literally while I had family members sick and and Mm -hmm. the reason why I wasn't sharing that so all I saw coming at me is like Hey, Charlie, where are you? And I'm choosing not to share this. So I'm just like, I'll be back soon. I'll be back soon. Not telling them, hey, my life is falling apart right now. I actually can't show my face anywhere. My life is in shambles. My family is dying. And it's just like, it was the constant like tiptoeing around because you want to set those boundaries where it's like, that's not information that I want to tell you. And I just need a break. But sometimes I struggle with, communicating to my audience and I feel like I've gotten better with that like communicating to them hey I'm taking a moment I have some things I have to focus on the problem with that there are some people who take it the wrong way and look at it as like oh you're just being lazy you just don't want to put up content and it's just like no I'm actually planning a funeral right now I'm just not telling you
1: yeah and I think it's also like it, and it's it's i mean i admire that you can set those boundaries and i mean you know i don't know anything as a viewer about your personal life and i think that's amazing whereas i feel like i still struggle to set that because i still am naive enough to think everyone's my friend i still think everyone is you know just wonderful and they'll be as happy for me as i am and i am slowly learning <laughs> that is that is the furthest from the truth <laughs> so
0: far from the truth
1: i'm so i
0: had to learn that definitely oh i've had to learn it time and time and time again to the point that i've had friends literally come to me and be like did you learn your lesson now and i'm like yeah and then like a few months later they're like so did you learn it now and i'm like yeah i think i got it this time i think i got it this time yeah yeah (laughs) funny enough when i got on youtube one of my best friends from my personal life we've been friends for like 15 plus years in her phone my name is Casper it's not Charlie it's Casper and she calls me that because she's like you're Casper the friendly ghost you think you are friends with everyone and yeah. there that's not the case and what's yeah. sad about that is if you look at my platform with the way I choose to criticize the people I criticize what people don't know about me is I'm actually just a sucker and really sweet <laughs> to whoever as long as you're cool it's just like whatever like I got you let's talk let's kick it, whatever. And that's actually a big issue that not only my friends in my private life have had with me, but also even my online friends. They've said, Charlie, not everyone is your friend. Stop being nice to everyone. Stop giving access to yourself to like, stop giving everyone access to you. It's okay. Cause if someone hits me up, like I've literally have viewers hit me up. And they'll be like, I'm starting a channel. Can you help me with this? I'm like, sure. Okay. So this is the worst. And it's just like, I actually don't know you, but yeah, you, you're nice. So why not help you? And it's to the point that I've had friends be like, stop doing that. And I'm yeah. like, why? That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's not about being mean. You have to set a boundary. You yeah. can't allow everyone to have access to you.
1: Yes, I was just about to say you not know, accessible to everyone, and I think that's such an important lesson. I mean, you know, you you said like every influencer of a certain size should go to therapy, and I think the reason why, for, the reason why I think for me it wasn't, it was, it's not something that I'm doing, or like, you know, it's not something that I'm like, oh yeah, like, do it now, like, let's do it, whatever, it's only because with the background I have, I can, um, I, you know, when people are like, why are therapists depressed, just read your own notes, kind of thing, um, there was like a meme going around, and it was like, how are, how are doctors sick, just read your own notes, but it was very much that, my best friend is also a therapist, um, and I mean, I think, like, it's, that's what it is, it's like, I think I was in therapy without realizing i was in therapy if that makes sense so
0: like
1: she because of our talks and because we spent so much time with each other and we we are so open i think we were kind of doing that for each other without realizing and applying everything that we're doing in our you know work life to each other um so i think now i'm i'm thinking i think that's what that was but i definitely agree and i think it's you know one of the things we talked about Um, like with her and, you know, that I talk about to my friends and stuff, I was like, I felt bad for this for a long time until I realized I'm actually not going to be apologetic for it anymore. Not everyone deserves my time. Yes. Not everyone deserves to be in the inner circle for my personal life. I don't need to be friends with everyone. I don't need to have everyone over at my house at dinner. I don't need everyone's boyfriends and girlfriends and parents to like me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that was something that was like oh but i want to and it was like but you don't want to and also it was the fact that i sometimes i'm not worthy of my own time i don't spend enough time on self-care and caring for my mental health because i run myself thin on trying to give everyone else my time
0: yes yes and ironically enough i was having this conversation recently um i guess the best way i can explain it is if you're if you're someone who constantly pours into other people, and you don't have someone pouring back into you, or people pouring back into you, it is going to take a huge. It's going your mental health is going to take a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that over the years, and I know I've gone through that in my personal life, but when it comes to online, it's ten times worse because you have conversations pulling you in different directions. There's times, there's days. That I'm having like ten conversations in DMs, yeah. Because there are people waiting for my response, and That's I, con- yeah, and I I feel bad having people wait. There's times that I've had to have someone wait two days for a response because I'm still trying to respond to other people, and I've been trying to pull back from DMs a bit yeah. more. And it's not out of disrespect to them; it's because like this is it's actually for- overwhelming.
1: Only one person, yeah. And I mean, I, I cannot, I mean, I have a few people who I speak to on the regular in my DMs, but I get so overwhelmed so easily. And at this point, it's like you say, it's I have a very short dedicated time to my online platform. Um, And then it's my real life. And I think here's another thing I was going to draw on is like, you know a lot of the people that you encounter on the internet have made the internet the entire not only personality but entire source of income mm-hmm. entire source of socialization any kind of interpersonal relationship professional relationship means of supporting themselves is all in in a laptop in a pc yep. and i think that is personally if you're out there trying to be a creator that is the worst thing you can possibly ever do
0: absolutely and i have Seen the impact on certain creators, like, not necessarily in this corner of YouTube, what it looks like for them. And also because it's like that, the level of desperation some people will go to to get that back. Like, I get comments sometimes where it's like, oh, your channel, your channel, your views are down, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, you do understand. I will be fine after this, right? You do understand that If it was that serious, I'd be on my channel more. But the truth is, I'm okay with being on my channel once or twice a month. Don't get me wrong. I am grateful for everything my platform has done for my personal life. But I could never, and there's times I've tried and I realized I will never be this person. I cannot be present on my biggest platform being YouTube every day. It is impossible, and I do not want to do that any longer. Because I used to try to do that, like, okay, do this, do that, and, you know, cause people are waiting and um, you don't wanna let people down. You know, this is their source of a, escape for some people. And it's just like, no, I gotta worry about me. I gotta make sure it benefits me first. So if you only get me once a week, you get me once a week. If you only get yeah. me twice a week, then that's what it is.
1: But that's also because then if you keep doing it, it, it you stop appreciating the positivity. Like mm-hmm. I am going to be forever grateful that i have ever had a a, you know a presence on the internet i mean i'm gonna you know if i ever have kids i'm gonna be like look this is what i was doing you know i here's me looking Mm (laughs) great and i you know had that one point eighty thousand subscribers but i don't ever think it's forever and i think you know i'm never deluded enough to think i'm gonna be here for so long like this to me is like a stop along the way because this was never planned for me. This was never like, um, you know, from a very young age being like, oh, this is what I want to be. And I think, like, you just you just if if you are so focused on delivering every single day, all the time, nonstop, you are eventually just gonna resent it. You are eventually yeah. just gonna be like, I can't do this anymore, and you are gonna not focus on the people who are truly there to support you, who are always there to ask you how your day is, who are always there to be like, my god, I am first in your video because I have so much love for those people It is absolutely incredible And once I can like recognize names In the live stream or in the comment section I feel like these people are my friends And I always want to appreciate them Which means I cannot physically Thin myself out to the point Where I resent the only platform That I share with them
0: Mm -hmm. No it's so true And I guess that's where I go back to Finding that balance And I feel like where I am currently Is where I feel like I was back at like maybe 20, 25K subs. Because yeah. once those numbers grew, I feel like my relationship with my viewers changed because yeah. I was still trying to figure out how to protect myself and also show them that I appreciate them. But sometimes protecting myself is not sharing things that they want to know.
1: Yeah,
0: And unfortunately, sometimes with viewers, they look at it like, oh, you're hiding something, you're lying. And it's just mm-hmm. like, no I'm protecting this information for a reason and unfortunately you're just going to have to respect that boundary and if it mm-hmm. means I lose your support then that's just what it is
1: yeah and I mean like you know as you said there's you know a lot of the time it's like oh my god your, your, your numbers are fluctuating they're going down or whatever and it's like I think a lot of people because of the kinds of people we talk about their entire lives are online mm-hmm. like, their thing, so that's important to them like they need those numbers because that's that means whether or not they can pay rent that month yeah and for a lot of people it's not like that for a lot of people this is a hobby me included this is mm-hmm. a hobby that i love to do um but at the same time because when you when your entire when you everything when you when everything that you have rests on one thing one when that thing is getting chipped away you're panicking and you're doing everything to stop it being chipped away which means a lot of the time, desperation, embarrassment, yes. going through lengths and lengths and lengths to just bring an audience in, even if it means you're not you know, doing the healthiest things. And I would never want to do that personally. So I think it's very important to have that healthy relationship and be like, yeah, if people don't like me anymore, that's okay. I hope they find someone that you know they yes. do like. Yes. And I'm going to appreciate it while it lasts, but I will not completely override my morals and everything else in order to just keep those people watching
0: that and i think that's what some people or viewers they don't understand only because they they don't get to peek into your real life like for example for me people like to uh, celebrate when i'm still losing subs but it's just like you do understand i probably was i was never supposed to see those numbers anyways yeah. i'm just yeah. a chick on the internet i we never we the we most did. i would ever see on youtube And if like in my mind at the time, if I got super lucky, like super lucky, maybe 10K. Like I remember at the end of 2019, the goal was just to hit 1K, just hit 1K. That's such a huge milestone. That means 1000 people click subscribe. That's a lot of people.
1: That's a huge number of people.
0: So many people. And then I ended 2019 going into 2020 with 60K. That's incredible. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I passed one K. Oh, I'm supposed to set bigger goals. Cause like I'd talk to, have personal conversations where they'd be like, what's your next goal? I'm like, I surpassed it. I don't have a next goal. Like, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. this is already too much. I wasn't prepared. So yeah. like, I'm trying to still figure this out. And it's just like, when people talk about those things, it's like those numbers matter to you. <laughs> but as much as I appreciate it, I've surpassed anything that I thought I could ever do on this platform and where I struggle, it's like, oh I'm supposed to be setting new goals. Oh, I'm supposed to be trying to get these subs back. And it's just like actually I'm pretty happy. So
1: Yeah. And again, I think it's one of those where like I am so and I have been so done with trying to take the the negative or like the not even negative but like you know the the comments that make you second guess yourself. Mm -hmm. And those because what I was actually doing was neglecting, you know, maybe last year, or the year before, like neglecting the people who were like, "Oh my god, I love this," and like, "Oh, you know, like whatever, like you, you, you're so great," and like, "I love the content." And I wasn't, I wasn't paying those people enough attention. I was paying more attention to people going, "Oh, wh- why is this like that?" or "Oh, what's you? What are you gonna do about this?" And and now I'm thinking back to it, being like, "You were so silly." But to yes. It like,
0: yes.
1: I I put so much like so much effort now to appreciate to the point where like i i'm trying my best to recognize people by name as i said and i you know i ask them about the things they've told me maybe a month ago or a few weeks back because i want to show interest i mean i remember as a viewer there was one um in like a, a, creator who I was watching and she had, you know, and you know, when you like watch them maybe a few years back, and then you go back a few years to see where they are. Um, and she had maybe 16,000 subscribers or small creator, but obviously at the time you don't realize 16,000 is a huge number of people. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in her live stream and her being like, Oh, so-and-so, you know, my username at the time is here. And I remember the dopamine that flooded my entire brain. I remember being so happy that this person who I watched, recognize me in the chat and so I want to be the source of that to other people I want them to be like oh my god this person who I really like and look up to has you know has asked me about my holiday that I told that I'm going on you know last week so I want to do that I don't want to ever give that to the people who don't deserve it I don't want to give it to people who want to see me fail
0: that and that's been a journey for me because I am the type of person if you want to go let's go at it However, that's not the healthiest way to handle conversations. (laughs) That's not the healthiest way to communicate. And Mm -hmm. I had to learn like, that's what they want. They want that attention. The negativity is to get that attention. Why would you give that to them? And in my mind, I was like, well, I give it to both. I make sure I talk to, you know, the viewers who are being supportive, but now let me take a time out to drag you right here. And it's just like, is that necessary? And it's just like, some days it is. But for the most part now, I focus on the people who truly want to see me win. Those are the people who deserve my attention. Those are the people that I prioritize now. The people who want to see me win. And guess what? There are people who will criticize you and still want to see you win. It's more so coming from, listen, I want to see you win. So I'm going to need you to pay attention to this behavior right here. I'm going to need you to pay attention to this language right here. And sometimes the conversation ends with we're going to have to agree to disagree. And there are times that happens and they're like, you know what? I simply just appreciate you having this conversation and hearing me out. And that's good enough for me. So if you want to see me win, that's where I am prioritizing my energy. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I have to take a moment to clear a few people. But that's my main priority. And by doing that, I feel more connected to my viewers I know a lot of people by name a lot of viewers by name and it feels good to have that connection it's a different connection live streaming is one of the best decisions I've ever made only because they're the the communication is different the dialogue is different and I would not replace that for anything I would
1: yeah yeah and speaking of you know people who do deserve your time I want to talk a little bit about the impact that you as a creator and you being a creator and having a a a platform has had on you and like your personal life in terms of you know dating or relationships because obviously you don't you don't share that you don't have to share that but i think we've all had an experience where in some way this line of work if you will has affected our you know relationship or romantic relationships and with that you know kind of the the entire i just find the entire concept of internet dating fascinating i I can't lie like i think it is the most fascinating interesting thing ever i think you know when you tell someone this is what i do or even when you don't tell them and for example like like you know owen i i started doing videos when i was already with him so like how do you break that to someone like hey by the way i i talk to my phone um, you know, 15, to 15 to 20 minutes a day. And then I, I, I stitch it and then I put it up on the platform where people can shit on it. (laughs) And, um, that's kind of how I pay my rent. How do you even do that?
0: So with me and it's, there's a few different things I've gone through when it comes to dating or being involved with people. There are times I know I don't have to talk about it right away. So I don't, I talk about my personal life because I do have a personal life. So I'll go that direction. And then eventually I do touch on it. And then the question comes, like, can I see? And I'm just like, oh, okay. So let me tell you the backstory of this. Because if you just click on a video, you may have a different impression of me. So let me explain the backstory. And I have to explain this is who I am yeah, to people that I perceive a certain way. Yeah. So what you're getting to know is still me, <laughs> but this is yeah. the other side and I get support and I enjoy doing it. And for some people, they'd be like, huh? Like, what is this? And then um, for some, they're just like, okay, cool, whatever. There are some people who are really interested and there are some that are just like, okay, whatever. Um, yeah. What's interesting is when people find me where I never told them about it because they're no longer in my life. Like a few weeks ago, I had someone contact me um, through my comment section. (gasps) No. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And the problem is not everyone knows the culture of the Internet. So they are innocently leaving a comment with their first and last name.
1: Oh, no.
0: It's clear you're someone who knows me. So, I see oh. the comment, I have to screenshot it, immediately delete it because it is very clear you know me. Also, your first and last name is on here. So just then like, I have. Oh,
1: you know, it's um, Auntie Sheila, you know? Yeah. How is so you I'm mom? Just like, oh,
0: okay. So, I remember someone I actually used to be involved with a couple of years ago uh, found my channel not too long ago. I know for a fact we never had to talk about my channel. And then they found it and they're like, oh, I'm paraphrasing, but they're pretty much like, oh, hey, I've been trying to get in contact, which was the case. I just wasn't responding. Um, I've been trying to get in contact with you. Hit me up. Um, Do you remember this, this, and that? It's very clear you know me. So it's just like, ooh. So I had to delete it because now I'm at the point I'm like, okay, I'm nervous. They're probably going to keep leaving comments. Deleted the comment and I reached out and I was just like, oh, hey, I saw your comment. Um, Yeah
1: again
0: <laughs> yes yeah, so I was just like oh so just to explain a bit please don't comment and that's another thing too when getting to know someone um explaining to them why they can't follow you why they can't comment yeah. why yeah. they can't engage with your content it's just like sometimes it sounds like oh you're trying to hide them and it's not that I'm actually trying to protect you please do not comment
1: and I mean this is why I'm so happy that again as i said before you know growing up in in traditional catholic poland no one had the internet no one understood no one really was into it not not anywhere near to like this kind of extent um i think we had there was this portal that was kind of like facebook it wasn't facebook it was called like it was kind of like my space i think it was called like my class okay (laughs) and it was just the same kind of thing you know you would um It was kind of like a classroom setup so you would like add people that you knew and it was like your classroom um so it was that kind of thing but you could even just talking about you're like what but that's how kind of you know behind we were so no one of my family is on the internet and i am so happy And you know back in the day you're like oh my god my family's such losers no one's on facebook we're like no actually that's absolutely amazing and i mean again owen his entire like no one's on the internet because he's just such an old soul and you know he he, i always say this but one time we were walking and he was like babe what's a dm and i was like what and he was like what is a dm and i was like a direct message he was like is that like a a personal message like when someone tries to talk to you and i was like yes and he was like (laughs) ah so i was like bless your heart but like you know he just doesn't do that and i am so happy because i don't think i could deal at this point with someone who is actively on the internet all the time i mean i've had partners you know who were actively on the internet and phones in the hand constantly and i don't think i could do that again
0: you know what's sad i um am that person who is always having their phone on hand and i appreciate I appreciate when I am involved with someone who can literally put their phone down for hours. And yeah. it's at, sometimes I do quite like, are you okay? Is your phone dead? And they're like, no, it's fine, but it's just over not there. Either. And I'm yeah. just like, Oh, okay. There's times I'm watching a movie laying down and I'm, my phone is still on me and it's just like, Ooh, sometimes I do need to disconnect, but I appreciate people who are not attached I- to the internet.
1: And I think Owen especially has taught me that a lot. I mean, there's times where he's like, I don't know where my phone is. We're in the house, and he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, How can you not know where your phone is at all times? And he's like, I don't, I don't know.
0: Oh, I have something better. If they're like, if their battery is like at twenty percent or something, and they're fine with that, my heart (laughs) drops if I get that twenty (laughs) percent notification. I'm like, Charger (laughs) now. And I've seen that in like you know other people I'm involved with, and they'll just be fine. And I'm like, isn't it going to die? And they're like, it probably won't. But if it dies, it dies. I'm like, if it dies. Are you okay? And they're like, yes, I think I'll live. My phone just like, dies.
1: Oh, you're missing out. You don't know what's Literally, happening.
0: Literally, I'm like, you're okay with your phone dying? Yeah,
1: yeah. And they'll just it'll be dead, and they'll be like, oh yeah, my phone's dead. It was it's been dead for hours, and you're like, what? Right? And like. and you're like what and i mean i am learning so much and i can i mean at one point my screen time was like nine hours something if not more and it's getting to a point where i'm just not looking at my phone and i'm so happy with not having to look at my phone for social media you know emails and work stuff that's one thing but i can truly like log off and just not like it's gotten to a point where the first thing i do in the morning is no longer look at my phone because that's what it was for the longest time it was phone in hand near the bed somewhere probably charging um and just immediately open up all of the social media platforms and i am i'm so happy that it's not me anymore it's really it's a small thing and a lot of people are gonna be like oh yeah whatever right but it's like no it's it's, i'm serious like that has helped so much and having a partner who was like who was like that or, or even better who just isn't interested in it is wonderful i highly highly recommend
0: it yes can i tell you a little story
1: Please.
0: i probably could <laughs> have told you this offline but i'm okay sharing it <laughs>
1: you know how
0: recently yeah, we
1: yeah. getting an exclusive everyone okay. yeah
0: <laughs> so you remember how recently we've talked and we've um really gotten past a lot of stuff yeah so i made it a point to like i'm like let me catch up on sarah's content well <laughs> oh god one time Um, I was actually, so I've been trying to like catch up on your content. One time I was actually up pretty late. Um, and you uploaded a video at like 4am my time. Yeah. Mind you, I'm in bed. I'm supposed to be trying to sleep. I'm so scared. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, let me just listen to this video. I put it AirPod in. And the reason I say this is because some, the person I'm involved with was next to me. They're asleep, so I put an AirPod in to be respectful. (laughs) But I didn't turn my brightness down or something. I don't know. And then um, I'm listening to your video, you know, get past the intro, and you're talking and all that. And I'm just listening, and you said something, I guess that made me laugh, so I giggled. I know for a fact it wasn't loud, but I guess maybe I moved the bed or something. And they reach over, and they're like, and they hold my wrist, and they're like, put the phone down and go to sleep because I had been on my phone all day because I was also doing some editing, also taking care of some other personal stuff. And truly, I should have been asleep a long time ago. But because I'm constantly on my phone and that's a discussion we've had, and they looked over at me, they touched my wrist, and they said, put the phone down. It's time to go to sleep. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I put the phone down. And it's just so funny because it was your video.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Put your phone down. (laughs) <laughs> tell your partners to tell you to put your phone down. And you're like I'm crying.
0: Yeah, they're like, put it down. It's time to go to sleep. And I was just like
1: Okay. That's, I would listen, my Owen would grab the slipper if at four AM I was brighting like brightening up the room with the blue light of my iPhone, he would absolutely he would kill me.
0: <laughs> oh no, you wanna know something even better, which is <laughs> Ooh, it wasn't that pretty.
1: <laughs> but Oh my god, yes.
0: I sometimes fall asleep to videos and obviously to be respectful to them, I will have my AirPods in Mm -hmm. because they're already asleep. The problem is if if you fall asleep and your AirPod dies, your phone (gasps) goes on speaker. Oh no. So if there's a time I fall asleep and the AirPods die, my phone goes on speaker. So I remember, I don't remember the whole thing because obviously I'm being woken up. But mm-hmm. I just, I guess I was woken up and said, "Please shut that off." <laughs> whatever was playing, they were like, "Please shut it off. It is oh. loud." Oh. It, it to whatever volume your phone was on, and yeah. times out of ten, if my, if I'm not my, if I don't have my AirPods on, it's on a, you know, high volume. So they were like, um, "Can you please shut that off?"
1: Oh, that's oh no! I would die. I'd be so
0: embarrassed. And we had to talk about it in the morning, and I was just like, oh
1: no! I was no. like, oh no. sorry, not the talk in the morning. Yeah, oh, I was no. like, oh,
0: this is awkward.
1: Do you want breakfast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's like, oh, this is awkward. Oh, no. And this is—they're very detached from their phone, and yeah. I'm still very attached. I've gotten a lot of better, a lot better but i'm still Mm -hmm. fairly attached for the most part only because as you mentioned emails emails are constant so there's a part of me that will always be attached to a certain extent so um it was just like yeah can you please turn that off
1: oh no that's so awkward do you feel like so say you know you're involved with people and stuff like that do you see a difference between for example dating now versus dating like five six years ago
0: oh yeah um it's one of the things say if someone has a personal a personality like mine let's just say that Mm -hmm. if you are hurting someone close to me someone I care about I want to come to their defense Mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to have that conversation with them you don't need to defend me you don't need to get in my comments you do not need to combat anything that you're seeing about me I will be fine and it's like trying to get them to understand mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the world of the internet and being on this side and not just the viewer. And those conversations could get, I don't know, it could get very confusing. There's sometimes, I'm not going to lie to you, I do feel like it's baggage. I genuinely feel like at one yeah. point being an influencer, going into any type of relationship is baggage because there's mm-hmm. some conversation I'm going to have to have, there's certain things. I'm going to have to tell you, you can't do this because if you're mm-hmm. dating a regular person, right. And you want to mm-hmm. post them because you're happy to post them. Oh, no. Like the average person you post them, but yeah. now I have to tell you, Hey, by the way, you can't post me by the way. Yeah. I'm not going to post you. I'm not going to follow yeah. you. You can't follow me. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, sometimes I get threats. <laughs> you know, And it's just like, <laughs> it sounds like baggage and it's just like,
1: Oh, who's at the door, babe? Oh, yeah, it's just one of one of my threats just came through. You Nobody know, knows. and
0: it's just like ooh, and then you have yeah. to explain to them like what it could look like if I was to introduce you to the internet. And yeah. then it sounds like there's been times I've been mid sentence, and I'm like, there's no way they're gonna want to keep seeing me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. I just described, there's no way they're gonna want to keep seeing me. Yeah. So, and you, and you 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 hear
1: yourself talk, and you're like. I sound psychotic, like yes. this. i talking about, like, don't sound real almost. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, I can definitely see that. And I mean, again, I I also feel like you know, because I mean, uh, there was a time where I set up a Tinder, um, in order to collect like best chat up lines, but or, like funniest or cringiest or whatever it was, you know, for a video, and I had to scrap that video. Because not only were the chatter clients terrible and just it was not I thought that was gonna be like a really good thing, you know, like me and Owen set it up and he was like, Oh yeah, great, like whatever. Um, but I was matching with my own subscribers and that was terrifying to me. That these people that I i had like five hits and they were like, Oh, I watch your channel. Oh I'm like,
0: oh girl, girl, let me tell you. <laughs>
1: So, I am so happy that I have been cuffed at this point, and I am a wife to be because I could not make it out there at this point. And it's not because I'm famous. It's just <laughs> don't get it wrong. I am not sorry be like, oh my God, I'm just too famous today anyone? Like, no, 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 no not at all. I'm just saying that there is people who like will be like, will reach out to you or, or will you match with that they that you think they don't know you and they know everything about you. Oh yeah. and it's scary. it's scary.
0: That's happened twice to me, and I've never talked about it.
1: <laughs> oh my God, and it's no.
0: so embarrassing because when I was on dating sites, I'm like, "There's no way." Because if you really think about it, on the scope of YouTube, my channel is very small, very small. Yeah. So it's just like, what are the chances of yeah. like, you are seeing me? Like, yes, hundred thousand people. It's a lot, but truly, in this world, no, it's not. You know. So I'm just yeah. like, um. So when I've had it ha- happen twice, I'm like, oh. I don't think I can do this.
1: I mean there is dating apps specifically for it's kind of like you know when with Cameo you have to apply and you have to look at your following and how many, you know, followers you have and what's your um kind of relation what's it called, the engagement um and your audience and things like that. And then they approve you. So that's like a a, a thing for dating now as well. There's specific dating apps for people who have a certain amount of followers to where they don't have to match with their following and they will match with other creators and i think i mean apart from like it just being weird to me honestly because again as a viewer you sit there and you're like girl what are you talking about like you have like 50k views on a video like shut up Mm. but again this is one of the things i highly encourage you to make a channel and live that life yourself because Things are different once you start doing it. And I mean, again, you will never truly know it until like you match with someone and then they can tell you your mother's maiden name and where she lives. Yeah. That's that's what we're talking about. And where you know what 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 was the name of your first pet when you were when you were ten. So that's what we're talking about. And that's what's
0: at least for me, what I didn't like about that or what made me uncomfortable, is that um one of them specifically Because at one point I did talk about, you know, certain things in my personal life. And it was like, you already knew that. You're not getting to know me. You're trying to get to know Charlie Gold. And it's just like, I don't want to move forward. I do not want to move forward because also the fact that you know me, I don't know the angle you're coming from. So I would prefer not to move forward. Thank you.
1: People who are dating the viewers, to me, is just and not just like, oh, I've seen it once, or like, because you know, technically Owen's my viewer, but we're talking about like someone who was like a, a long time fan, reached out to you, and now you're dating. What? I do not get that, and I just could not see myself do that ever.
0: Yeah, I I'm assuming there might be a story out there, there might be a creator out there where it worked out, maybe. I'm sure. Oh, that- I'm- I'm sure. But I just don't think that can ever happen. I don't think it could ever happen. And I've had, let me tell you something, Snapchat, one of the reasons I don't list my Snapchat anymore, I realize that's where people go to slide into your DMs. It's happened on Twitter, (laughs) it's happened on Instagram, but a lot of it happens on Snapchat. And that's why I don't list it anymore. Only because like, I'm not using this to date my viewers. No, thank you. Yeah. So it's just like, and there are times that it's just like, I don't want to be rude, but we cannot date. You're my viewer. No, I don't want to get to know you this way. You're my viewer. And it's just like, find somebody else. Please leave me alone because I don't need you to expose me later on. No, thank you. Right.
1: And it's also like, I don't want to disappoint you. You clearly have an image or idea of me in your head. That a lot of the time is very romanticized. They're like put on, like put on like a pedestal, and you're like, oh, this. But and I mean, you know, I've had people who are genuinely disappointed in me because they made up someone in their head yes. that they, they was, but I'm not. And it wasn't like you know I've done something wrong. And I mean, I've disappointed people. Don't get me wrong, I make mistakes all of the time. Like, mm. I truly never want to hurt people. I want to be, you know, and I'm doing this for this for the first time too. So I'm trying to be the best I can. I truly am, and there's always going to be people who, you know, are gonna are gonna be like, well, I wouldn't do that. Why are you doing that? You know, there's it, it, hundreds of people watch you. That's that's a given. You will disappoint someone, but I'm talking about the disappointment where they think that that you are a certain kind of person or they have they think that they have you worked out already because they think that they know you and they have this certain idea of you in the head and then you're not like that and they're like whoa 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 how come
0: yeah and that's tough because it's like perception is a very powerful thing and unfortunately online perception can work against you so much. Because perception versus reality, a lot of viewers don't look at it like that. It's just like this is what you perceived. And um, say if you were t- say if someone I disappointed, like we just talked about, there's plenty of reasons I'm sure I've given people to be disappointed or you know maybe lose their support. But there have been times where I've had conversations with viewers, and it's just like this was your perception. Where did you get this from? Because yeah. it's not reality. Yeah, it's not reality. And there's times that I've had genuine conversations with viewers where they were being critical and they just wanted to let me know where they were coming from. And I had to go back at them and be like, can you show me where I even said I was this person? You assumed I was this person. I never told you I was this person. I never told you this is something to look forward to. So why did you put that expectation of me?
1: Yeah, and then it's almost like then you feel like you have to live up to that because that's the idea that someone has of you in their head. And you're like, I don't want to disappoint you. But at the same time, I'm not that person. Yeah. I, I never was that person. And I didn't realize that that's what you wanted from me because mm-hmm. you know, I am also just a chick on the internet. I'm just a regular person. I mean, I, I, it's that's essentially all it is. I still say to you, oh, and I was like, you know, I, I have people who say things that, like, I, I, you know, there's a Discord that I sometimes frequent. And I have people say like, oh my God, I can't believe that I started watching you two years ago. And now you're in the same discord, like acknowledging me. And I feel so uncomfortable with that. And I say, okay. you know, I'm I'm a loser. I am no one. I wake up every morning. I brush my teeth. You know, I, I if you would live near me, you would see me walking my dog looking a mess. Like I... I, I am literally just a regular person. I am absolutely no one. I am no one. I'm a loser. Like I worked in Sainsbury's checking people out as a checkout girl for a very long time. You know, I I got I go out. I, I get shit faced on tequila. I do embarrassing things. Like it's just that's just what it is. And I'm just a regular schmegular twenty something year old. And the thing is, like, no, again, like I just I, I am so uncomfortable with with people thinking highly of me. Yes. And as, Honored okay. I am, don't ever try and, don't ever tell me, you know, you're my role model, mm-hmm. you don't want to be like me, be like you, don't be like me, if there's qualities in me that you think are admirable, take on those qualities, but that's not me, that's just that quality, if you think I'm hardworking, be hardworking, don't don't admire me, admire the fact that, that hard work can get you somewhere, you know, it's like, I just don't want people to ever You know, get disappointed. I don't want to be that person where it's like, oh, don't ever meet your heroes, kind of thing.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, it's so funny. Early on in my channel, and I think a lot of people forgot this, and I wish they remembered this when they would get upset at certain things. I actually used to end my videos not only saying, be better today than you were yesterday and all that, I would Mm -hmm. actually end it saying, be better than the people I talk about and myself. Because I don't want people to have that perception that, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm the goal. No, the hell I'm not. I have a lot to work on. So I'd always used to say that. And after a while I stopped saying it. Cause I'm like, I'm sure they get the point. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm not the goal, please be better than people I talk about and myself. And that's when I started to see people be like, you inspired me, you, you did this, or thank you or that. And it's just like, that's your credit. Stop giving me credit for something that you did. You don't know me. I wasn't there when you were taking those courses. I wasn't there when you were studying. So don't thank me for something you accomplished. And that's why I started to say, I'm just a chick on the internet. Because sometimes I had conversations with people and they're like, oh my God, I'm fangirling. For who and why? Mm -hmm. Like, why would you do that? Like, I'm literally just a chick on the internet. And I understand the meaning behind it. And I do appreciate it. I genuinely do. But it's just a thing that I want people to stop doing. I'm just a chick on the internet. Even if I respond to a DM, sometimes people will be like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, let's not.
1: Listen, I, when you, <laughs> one day when you log on and someone sends you your own face tattooed on someone else.
0: Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. That was, it's wasn't it hard like, hard. um a wolf no, no no they had something yeah. on their head like a wolf thing or something <laughs> in like a it,
1: like it was like a bear it was like a viking kind of bear thing and i that. mean beautiful work and i am absolutely honored but my god i i mean listen that's do you do realize that's on there forever and I, i'm you do realize um not that special to be on your body forever, and this is, th- listen, this is just the one that's, be- not actually, there was two, there's another, there's a, a, a little ducky with a knife floating around on someone's body right now, and I have got the picture, and I posted it somewhere, and there was, so that was two actually done, but there was two or three other ones, um, being like, can you send me this so I can get it tattooed, do not, I repeat, this is a public service announcement. Do not get anything of me tattooed on you. I mean, not not be, for the because you know the the person who tattooed my face just said that they liked the face. They just wanted a woman's face, and can I use that that picture? And I said, yeah, sure. Um, but when it's like because of the channel, that's I don't mm, don't yeah. do that. That's gonna be on there forever. You're gonna have kids and grandkids, and they're gonna be like, what's that all about? And are you gonna have to spend more money to cover that up? Oh my
0: gosh! Yeah, it's 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 scary, and that's why too. Sometimes I'm um, like with Twitter. Uh, there's this feature called Spaces, and one of the reasons I'm comfortable in there is because I want people to understand I could just kick it with you. I'm a regular person. Yes. I'm a regular person, like everyone else. Let's kick it. Let's talk. If we're gonna talk about the creators, we talk about. Let's talk about that. We could talk about other things. And there's been times that I appreciate that people are like. I appreciate that you engage with us like that, like this, because it just makes it, you seem more human. And I'm like, yes, I've been human this whole time. I'm a regular person. (laughs) I'm a regular person.
1: Yes. And I think I love that. And I love that. I love when you take away all of the influencing and content creation side of things. And I love when you can just be a regular person with your friends. Yes. And that's all that it, it's you know it's like you're not my you're know, my fans which I hate that I hate that so much you're never no you're a supporter and a yes, friend yeah that's
0: why I say supporter because yes. I can't stand your fan no no, no one's my fan I'm a chick on the internet
1: <laughs> no my mom would whoop my ass I'm scared of my mom there's <laughs> no fun. Like, I, you know no and like yeah so it's just one of those where it's like you're you're, you're my, and i want to see these people as my friends i want to chill with them i want to you know i mean if i could ever you know if I, if I could be completely delusional if i could ever grab lunch with someone like that i would love that because i am literally ju- just that and i I just want to be seen as that but i also wanted to you know kind of go back a little bit into that dating thing and i'm sorry i've taken up so much of your time tonight
0: oh girl my my evening is free i'm good <laughs> i'm good
1: but the thing being that like you know because everything comes so quickly it kind of goes so quickly just as well you know you can have anything following views drama um consequences anything like that you know like people sometimes don't learn because the backlash is for you know a day or two and then it disappears right um that's like a big thing on the internet you know with like a lot of creators who have been accused of some stuff or like, have been proven to do stuff like big millions of followers kind of creators, but then they're back a month later, mm-hmm. because that's kind of like how it is, you know, and it comes and goes. But I feel like a lot of the time people do that too. And especially now that we're getting to that age of dating and especially Tinder for me, I still cannot believe, and this and listen, my friend, I don't know if you've heard, but like, um we've been chatting again. I don't know if you're like, if you watch my content or not, probably not, but you know, we we talk about my friend Robin hi robin by the way if you listen. thank you for taking one for the team <laughs> because she's currently dating and her horror stories are some of the best i have heard in a while um and i mean i have friends who are out of the dating scene and have been obviously i haven't been dating for like for at least five years now so i I'm, I'm a bit out of it and i can i'm kind of rusty and she has taken one for the team and she reminds us of just how tragic it is it, it's truly hilarious
0: Oh, yes. I have a friend who's recently back in the dating scene and um, she'll share certain things. And I'm like, oh, I don't miss that. Let me reconsider the attitude I had yesterday because I actually don't want this. And Yeah, the story she tells, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe that thing from yesterday wasn't that big of a deal yeah maybe a little okay. bit. i'm like mm, i might have been a little dramatic here
1: <laughs> and i mean the fact that you can literally like she'll she'll take out her phone you know maybe we're going on a girl's night out and it's going a little bit slow and i'm like i'll pull out your tinder we'll, we'll see what's happening you know and she can just swipe on like 50 dudes in a space of like a minute and it's like 50 people you could have just had like you could have connected your life to 50 separate people and you've chosen not to and it to me it kind of do you think that we're like do you think that's normal do you think we do you think we're gonna do you think we're kind of gonna um get over that do you think that's gonna disappear
0: I think eventually there will there's so many things and I know this is not gonna make sense but I think there's so many things that we do today or as a society that will turn into studies later and oh my yeah, and we will realize how messed up, how messed up this was. And we just didn't realize it. Because even like what you just said, you, you know, you swipe on 50 people and just imagine um, the person on the other side or because I don't I I'm, I'm, haven't been in the dating scene for a little while now, but it's just like there's going to be studies on so many things that involve online connections whether it be influencers dating and there will be studies in the future to be like yeah this was so messed up from the beginning and this is why for the you know this portion of mental health is the way that it is
1: yeah and it's just like i mean i look at my parents for 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 like what i look for in a relationship they've been together i think like 25 27 years incredible they're still so in love and it's like you know it's one of those where you're like that's what i want um and then you grow up and you're like not everyone wants that Mm -hmm. and actually not everyone even cares and um i think it's just crazy how disposable people are to a lot of people it's just one of those where they're like you know i like you today maybe i won't like you tomorrow but it doesn't matter because i can go on tinder and i can swipe three times and i've got three other people in in line
0: I'm so happy you brought that up because that was a feeling that I've had once before and it was something I was struggling with when it comes to if I wanted to stay on the platform. It's because support can be so fickle that overnight you become disposable to thousands. And wow,
1: right? Yeah. And
0: that is something you have to deal with. And if it wasn't for therapy, if it wasn't for my close support system, I wouldn't still be on the platform. Because I could wake up in two days and I'm disposable again to thousands. Mm -hmm. And I have to work through that. And that was something that I had to work with within myself to realize, is this something I can deal with? Knowing that I could wake up tomorrow and thousands of people are saying I'm disposable to them.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like... I started to look at certain things a little different. And that's why sometimes my language on certain things have changed. It's just like some people will get information and just run with it. And now I'm disposable. Yeah. But because I have a personal life, sometimes it takes time for me to address it. Yeah. And people may perceive it as, oh, you're not addressing it. Is this? And it's just like, no, all I I could do right now is a tweet. All I can do right now is a tweet. I cannot actually move away from this and get on camera right now because I have this I have to deal with
1: yeah and I think for a lot of people it's like you're disposable unless you unless you address it immediately right now right now you tell me why I should be still you know lo- you know watching you listening to you wherever it may be but it's almost this it comes with a sense of entitlement yes to a lot of people as well it's kind of like you're here for me you tell me right now yes and, and- yeah
0: and that's where boundaries come in and it's been it was a struggle for a couple of years but that's part of the reason I'm very happy where my platform is now because there was times I had to take time away from the platform obviously not saying why and there are people who feel entitled to your personal life they feel entitled to information and it's just like I don't know how else to say this nicely you're not entitled to that Mm -hmm. you are entitled to what I want to share with you Mm -hmm. period and that's
1: what it's down to uh, yeah i'm sorry it's just crazy that like it comes from like you making one or two videos kind of letting it it's almost like you know you get you give a little bit and then suddenly it's like well tell me about your mom and what's happening with her and it's like whoa 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 i just made a compilation. like i just i thought this was going to be funny and now look where we are
0: yeah one of my struggles With switching my content, and I've talked to you about it privately, but I'll say it here. One of the struggles that I have with switching to a specific style of content is because I would still leave out such a big portion of my personal life that I don't don't want... What I don't want is then the topic or the conversation to turn to, we want more, we want more... And it's just like then I have to keep reminding you, you have to accept this is all I'm giving you. And sometimes I think with the culture of the internet and looking at other creators when other creators share so much, it's just like, let's just, you know, Monday through, you know, Monday through Friday, let's just say that. If I choose to only share with you Monday and Wednesday, that's all it's gonna be. But the thing is there's gonna be people who get more interested, like, oh, can you share this aspect of your life? Can you do this? Can you do that? And it's just like, no, this is all you're getting.
1: And there's going to be people who are like, oh, wow, I love that. You know, I hope to see more. And there's going to be people who say, well, on Wednesday, you didn't do this. So I'm going to assume you never do that. Exactly. I haven't seen that, so you don't do it. Well, that's not how I would do it. How dare you? You know, and it's it's one of those, again, that you don't, you truly don't get it until you do it yourself. The pressure is immense. Mm -hmm. You know, one person can leave one silly comment, but when it's 50,000, you're suddenly bombarded it's huge and like it's just not something that i think as a human being you are supposed to feel and you are supposed to be exposed to like just on a biological level like i don't think we're ever supposed to have contact with that many people and to be bombarded with that many opinions and things like that so i can totally see why people step away and i would highly recommend it if it ever got girl if it ever got to a point where i'm crying over my comment section you will not see me you will not see me for a very long time, if not, you know, ever again. Um, because that's just not, you can't let it get to that point. You can't let it get to that point. I don't understand it. It's One of your- my
0: breaks was actually because a close friend saw my behavior changing, and they actually told me it's time to log off. Yep. And I logged off for a few weeks. I made it like a s- simple thing, like, hey, I'll be back just taking a quick break. But I didn't tell the backstory of I have to take this break because someone close enough to me is noticing a change that they don't like and they've asked me to they've told me it's time to log off
1: i think it changes people i do and so you know you have people who will tell you you have people in your clothes you know especially when you go out a lot you have a you have a semi-big circle of people who care about you um but imagine if you didn't imagine if no one tells you mm-hmm. Imagine if no one is an objective bystander because you know a lot of people oh and you can you can argue he's not because obviously he's my partner so but he has my best interest at heart and he can objectively tell if i'm different and he will tell me and uh, i mean my parents ruthless slavic parents ruthless mm-hmm. they will they do not care about your feelings they will tell you um so it's like but now imagine you don't have those people around you or your friends don't tell you and you let it go unchecked and you just keep feeding into it and feeding into it and feeding into it and it keeps rotting away at you you don't think that's gonna take a toll yeah it's yeah
0: and there are times like for example twitter i, I know it's one of the most if not the most toxic app, social media app, but it's also a great app to connect with people and talk about different topics or see different things, whatever. Um, Recently, I chose to go back and forth quite a bit and I did have someone close to me be like, today's not that day. Today, Mm -hmm. you are not engaging with those type of people. Today, you will only acknowledge supporters, you know, Mm -hmm. and they had to use I guess a stern voice with me because sometimes I do need it and they're like do you understand what today is and I'm like I understand (laughs) yes and and I think (laughs) I like tweeted like twice that day (laughs) so yeah
1: Yeah. and yeah and I think that's very important as well just to be like just just to acknowledge you know what let me take a second to everyone listening thank you so much for listening to us seriously Thank you for, like, allowing us. I mean, look, this is all because of you. This is the fact that I had a little bit of a following on YouTube and I said, you know what? I'm going to make a podcast because I can't shut up. <laughs> and Owen is sick of me <laughs> talking in his ear constantly about everything. Um, let me make a podcast. And you're listening to this podcast. And thank you so much for being here. That's incredible. Um, Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Finishing on a little bit of a lighter note. I wanted to ask you, is there any red flags or absolute nopes when it comes to you and your dating game? Tell me like your deal breakers, like funny little deal breakers that you're like absolutely fucking not and you're like, check out.
0: Um, well, seeing that we're talking about social media, one of my huge red flags, and you probably will never hear from me again, if, if I'm just getting to know you and you happen to know about my channel and you <coughs> ask to come on my channel, we will never speak again no has that ever happened absolutely no (laughs) absolutely like they're like oh i could do reaction with you let's do something no now you'll never speak to me again No. no if you are too eager to be part of my online presence i want nothing to do with you the truth is i would personally um not like to um date someone who's another influencer I I just don't I'm that person I don't want to date another influencer and I've I've heard the pros like they understand this stress they understand that and I I get there's great things to that I don't want to date another influencer I want to date someone who is just a normal day-to-day person yeah
1: yeah i see that. i
0: want someone who's going to complain to me about jimmy at the office i don't want someone who is going to complain to me about another creator another this and not to say like i wouldn't be there i just don't want that i don't yeah. want to date another influencer so if you are eager to be mm-hmm. online with me then i don't want red anything flag. to do with you
1: yeah red flag i think also with that comes like an army though because they have their own supporters so if you mm-hmm. ever do wrong you don't have control over what they tell them yeah. and then you have even more people who could potentially hate you you know and it's like it's a headache i can totally be like yeah i agree with that to be honest i mean i meant more like you know like long ass toenails or like you know can't drive or like you know make some read videos for a living Like,
0: yeah. that's like- <laughs> <laughs> one of the red flags I, I know this is random but you know how you'll go out dating and stuff like that you go out to eat one of the biggest red flags, I pay attention to this and most people don't notice it. I pay attention to how you treat uh, the waiter or waitress.
1: Yes. I pay oh my close
0: goodness. attention. I pay close attention. And, you know, uh, depending on the situation, they don't notice. And I'll bring it up afterwards. Like, if yeah. I notice they have a lot of respect, I'll bring it up afterwards. Say, like, when the card and something, I'll be like... I appreciate how you spoke to the waitress. And I'd be like, okay. And I'm like, no, this is something I look for. It's really important to me. It
1: is. Here's one for you. Sorry, keep going, keep going. No,
0: that's just what it is. It's so important to me. And I've, there was one bad date I've had where um, there was someone successful and they spoke to the waitress so poorly. I lied and said I needed to use the restroom just to find (laughs) the waitress just to go find the waitress
1: oh my god the classic bathroom line yeah she used the classic bathroom line
0: i had to go find the waitress because it took everything in me not to curse them out like a dog oh, and no. i just had to remove myself to go find the waitress and she was fine she was like no i deal with that da, da, da. and she was like first day i'm like yes and last and she was like girl good for you da, da. and i'm just like no i'm just so sorry she's like it's fine and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. And she's like, it's fine. It's not you. And I'm like, but they're with me. So yeah. here we are.
1: Oh my god. I mean, listen, so I'm guessing you haven't heard any of the dating stories that Robin has been providing us with. So would it be would it be a red flag? But do you know what pick and mix is?
0: Pick and mix?
1: Yeah. Not- so pick and So pick and mix in in the UK is like a big board, essentially, with loads of baskets with like loads of different candies in it, loads of different sweets. And you get a big cup and you pick whichever candy you want and you mix it all together, then you go and pay and it's at the cinema. Okay. Would it be a red flag for you if someone, you know, someone bought a lot of pick and mix, accidentally dropped it on the floor in the cinema, and then on the hands and knees was scooping it up in front of everyone? For a significant amount of time.
0: What?
1: Listen, this girl. I'm so. Oh my God. She. Uh, this ma- This poor man. This poor man has made this mistake once in his life, and he has never seen her again. Yeah. <laughs> she said sarah this man dropped the sweets all over the cinema floor and instead of just leaving them and telling the the cleaners outside i'm so sorry i dropped it he decided to get on his hands and knees with people around him stepping over him scooping those sweets up yeah into the cup to take them with him
0: yeah that would be the last time i mean i understand wanting to maybe not add more headache to someone who works there but like there's a compromise here and get up off the floor i'm easily embarrassed like i can react poorly if i'm being embarrassed and if you are on your hands and knees, that means someone is looking at me because it's very obvious i am with you get your ass up get up right now get up get up off this floor that's another thing too i don't like anyone who's really loud in public, oh,
1: noxious. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do not be really loud. Uh, tone it down. I can hear you. We're right next to each other. Tone it down. Thank you.
1: hmm hmm Hundred percent. Oh my god. Well, listen, I took so much of your time today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I enjoyed this so much.
0: Thank uh,
1: I. We need to do this again. I mean, Please. I've said. I've said this to Michael. So I'm. Well, first of all, I'm collecting y'all like Pokemon's, like yeah. all the YouTubers. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, another one ticked off the list. (laughs) Well,
0: I have a question. I don't know how this works, but can people leave comments when it comes to this?
1: um no not on the podcast but not on the um because we are on spotify and itunes you can find us everywhere you get your podcasts <laughs> but um if i say i would post it to you know youtube you can post it to your youtube i can post it to my youtube whatever you would like and then they can but on the actual podcast i don't think they can
0: only cause um, like we can talk forever so if there's something um, you guys want us to touch on please
1: tell yeah us. please like either inbox charlie because she's cleaning my phone all the time yes it's so sad or to to like dm me and i'll check it like a week later (laughs) Um, but we can definitely you know cover things i mean i think that would be fun maybe you know once in a while once a month once every few weeks to just meet up and talk about random stuff i think that'd be very i think that'd be refreshing yeah Uh, especially when it's it's such a chill platform it's not tied to any form of income it's just a passion project and i think it's very nice because i think a lot of the time when you have people on your channel it can get a bit weird because it's like oh you're getting money for this like i paid for this like how is this working whatever whatever so when you have a platform where it's just chill it's kind of like just two friends babbling away you know
0: just kicking it yeah i actually recently someone reached out someone that um I haven't there I haven't watched their content in a long time and it, it's someone I enjoyed. It's just I chose to just stop. There's just content I stopped watching. And they actually reached out and they're like, "Hey, would you mind coming on my channel to collab?" And I had to had to let them know actually I am pulling back from collabs. I have yeah. one obligation coming up and that's the only one I want to do only because I've seen the dynamic with a lot of creators change and seeing that I don't know the intent of everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. for the time being I'm just removing myself for, from all collabs You know, obviously I had to agree to this and I wanted to do this and I'll do mm-hmm. it again don't get me wrong it's mm-hmm. just there's a lot I don't want to engage in for now and it's not to take a slight at that creator because they're a great creator it's just I no longer at least for the time being I want to collab with anyone
1: i mean it's understandable if you've been burned that many times you kind of have to take a step back and
0: just
1: mm-hmm. evaluate and be like okay i'll take it so i'll take it one at a time and i'll see where that goes exactly um, oh yes but i mean yeah you could, i mean i would do exactly the same thing to be honest um but yeah regardless well thank you so much for being here thank you um, i was planning for like 45 minutes we've been talking for an hour and almost 40 minutes amazing
0: i mean it's us so i I would hope someone would expect that
1: (laughs) yes we we knew that was going to happen that's why we didn't write pages and pages we had three bullet points Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we got an hour and a half of content so thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening everyone um so i will probably hear you see you next time and I look forward to hosting this um this podcast again more regularly because I'm back a little bit at least now thank you so much again Charlie uh for being here say bye to everyone and I hope everyone has a wonderful night
0: bye guys and thank you so much for having me Sarah